I needed a change because I was in the gym and I'm just like, okay, if um, if something happened, you know, whatever, and I needed to get from like point A to point B and I couldn't drive, couldn't whatever, you know, some zombie apocalypse type thing <laughs> and I needed to <laughs> run, How, would it be easy for me to get there? And I was like, no, it would be a struggle. It would be a struggle. And I thought about, you know, like, while I was doing like a Spartan race, I was like, oh, if some zombies was chasing me through these paths, you know, <laughs> how would how would I be, how would I, would I get away? Would I survive? And I'm like, no, I think they would have caught me about right here. You are listening to the No Gimmicks Just Sweat podcast with your host, Eric Logan. No Gimmicks Just Sweat is dedicated to hearing the journeys and unique stories behind an athlete's training and what drives them. Get inspired to own your life and make the impossible possible. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, please take a few seconds to rate the show and drop me a review. Now, let's get started with the show. Hello, and welcome to this episode of No Gimmicks Just Sweat. And today, we welcome Maurice Cornelius to the show. Maurice, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you doing, Eric? I'm good. And, and for most people that don't know, we, we've had the most and I'm doing air quotes now, fun trying to connect to record this episode. <laughs> Tell me about it. Everything is working against us. Oh, man. Okay. So so if we sound like we're kind of speeding through stuff, it's because we don't want any other blips or blurts to happen. <laughs> yeah, if you anything you could think of that's tried to happen has happened. So, <laughs> Well, Maurice, I'm glad to have you on the show. On the show. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right, so as I do with all my guests, I kind of start with a little icebreaker question. That's allow the guests, the listeners, to um, get to know you a little bit better, as well as even though I do follow you online, I always learn something new or something I didn't know about my guests during this time. So are you ready? As good as I can. I'm going to do as good as I can. Okay. (laughs) All right, morning training or evening training? Ooh, I'm a midnight type of person. Oh, okay, midnight. Okay. Yes, I'm. 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 I'm used to working the graveyard shift, so ah, my okay. body is more awake around like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Is is where I do most of my training. Okay. All right. Coffee or tea? Oh, definitely tea. Coffee. Yeah. No, not on my stomach. Oh, okay. See, so, yeah, I'm a coffee drinker too. You know, so I'm I'm sipping on tea as as we talk. You know, I would love to do coffee, but, you know, I know it has good benefits, but mm, my stomach said, no, it's it's not going to (laughs) work. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Cardio training or strength training? Both. You got to have a good balance. You got to have a good balance of both. Okay. All right. Your favorite piece of gym equipment? Mm. You know... This is probably going to sound strange to people who know me, but um, recently it's become the bench press. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and most people know I don't really, you know, gauge my bench press. So it's like, oh, okay. But for some reason, like recently, it's like, yeah, bench press. I don't know. So I love it. Okay. All right. What's your favorite outdoor activity? Favorite outdoor activity. Um, I would have to say trail running. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's your favorite exercise or form of cross-training? Favorite cross-training? I'd have to say swimming. Um, Okay. You know, after being in the gym for so long, I need something low-impact. Okay. All right. What's your least favorite exercise? Least favorite exercise. Um, it's it's strange, but, you know, I'm not a big, like, um, get out and just kind of run on the, like a road runner. Okay. You know, um, 
I don't know. Running around the neighborhood is boring, even though I still do it. But I don't know. I don't like <laughs> running. <laughs> Put me on a trail. Just give me some trees and nature and animals. Again, that that, fr- that clean, fresh air. Yeah, yeah. Around, you know, can't beat trail running. Yeah, when, when I fell in love, like the first time that I realized that I was running and didn't hate that I was running was when I was on the trail. And I was like, you know what? I could do this. Okay. All right. First thing you do after a workout. Ooh, eat. Always eat. Every time I work out, it's I just get hungry. So I, I got to eat. <laughs> well, they say you work up an appetite. So hey. Every time. Every time I do. All right, what's your favorite song to work out to? Um, I'm gonna have to go to go with um. God, I can't. It's by DMX. It's a DMX song. (laughs) And the name of it is just like I can't think of it right now. It's crazy because I listen to it so much and I can't even remember the name of the song. But it's a DMX song and. That's like my that's my intro song when I go to the gym in my head every time. Okay. All right. Do you have a dream race or event that you want to participate in? Yeah, it's probably going to kill me, but it's a uh, Spartan event. Um, I would love to do one of the um, Agogis. Oh, okay. You, you, you can kind of explain that as you kind of tell your story. You know, okay, and- yeah, because I've I, I've watched it, and you know, I, I have like you know they have the list of everything you need to be able to do, and I look at it all the time. I'm just like, yeah, that's a little scary, but I still want to do it. Okay, all right, last one. If you can train uh, with any celebrity or athlete, dead or alive, um, who would it be and why? Ooh, any celebrity or athlete, dead or alive? Hmm. You know, the first person that actually came to mind was The Rock, and I'm not even sure why. Um, Everybody said The Rock. Come on. Everybody yeah, said I, know, and I hate, and I hate that I said that too. You know, because I'm just like, uh, he's he's a, he's great at everything, but you know, it was strange that that was the first name that popped to mind. So I just had to say it because I was like, I don't know why that name popped popped in my head, you know. So um, apparently, my brain is saying the Rock is who we need to train with. Um, but I mean, e- even with that said, you know, I'm, when you look at what he's able to do, you know, um, and continue training and, his, and the hard work that he puts in, I mean, you know, it's like can't really knock the guy for what he's he's still been able to accomplish. Right. Right. So. That, that, that seems to be everybody's go-to answer. Whenever I hear people ask that question, pretty like, oh, yeah, the rock. You know, that's the first thing I, I want to say. I was like, uh, I don't want to say the rock, but that was the first thing that <laughs> popped in my head. I, and I did, I fought it, and I'm like, okay, why did that just pop up? So I just went with it, and I was like, uh, yeah, I'll see what my brain says. But if you think about it, back in the day before the rock, if you ask that question, most people would say Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, yep. 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 So yep. it's kind of that thing. It's, it's that appearance that, like, oh, yeah, you know, look at how he's built and stuff. That's who I want to work out with. Yeah, you know, and and the more I think about like that era, you know, um, mm-hmm. the the next name that popped into my head was uh, Bruce Lee, um, especially okay. as a kid because I was into martial arts and all that type of stuff. So um, Bruce Lee was the second name that popped up. So, okay. you know, and it was just like he was very strong, very fast, and didn't even lift weights much, you know, other than his body okay. weight. So, yep. yeah, yep, yep, yep. All right. So let's kind of go into who you are. You know, as I tell people, this is um, your time to kind of share your origin story. And your origin story is that I always tell people, figure yourself as a superhero. You're you're the next uh, Marvel Universe, you know, superhero. Your story is being told on the big screen. So how does that story start? Ooh, so for me, I would say my story is going to start with a with an injury. Okay. okay. Uh, um, 
I was just starting to work out and get consistent with working out when on a bad deadlift, um, I pulled something in my back to the point where I couldn't walk. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, horrible deadlift. And when I look at it now, I'm like, because I, I, it was funny, I actually have a video of it. I was recording myself at the time to kind of check my form. Mm-hmm. And I look at that video and I'm just like, wow, it was only, you know, it was like 250 pounds, which, you know, it's heavy for some people. But where I am now, I look back, I'm like, I don't even warm up that light anymore, you know. So, um, so yeah, that that's kind of where it started. And it kind of pushed me into learning as much as possible about fitness because I didn't want to experience that pain again. And, you know, um, I wanted to show other people how to properly perform certain lifts so that they wouldn't injure themselves either, okay. which got me into coaching and yeah, a whole, whole slew of other things. Okay. So were you an athlete growing up? You know, you know, do you play sports as a kid? You know, just you know, athlete, and then that just something that's kind of continued on. Um, yes and no. You know, I played. I, I ran track in um, high school. That okay. would have been the last, you know, competitive um, thing I would have done. Um, nothing in college other than just you know, playing basketball, going to the gym here and there, you know, stuff like that. Um. And then not much after after college, not much. You know, I was pretty inconsistent. I'd go to the gym for like three months out of the year and stop for maybe a year or so and repeat until, until my early 30s. So, okay. yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. So before we kind of get into the coaching uh, your mm-hmm. part of thing, you know, you also are Spartan. You've done Spartan races. So let's talk about that for a yeah. while. You know, what kind of got you interested in Spartan? Yeah, so um, that's what really kind of propelled my fitness because um, after that injury where I hurt my back, the I, 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 you know, fixed the injury, learned what I did wrong and all that good stuff. Then... I was going to the gym on the regular at that point and I got tired of being in the gym. You know, I was like, there has to be a better way to test my level of fitness. I'm always trying to test myself to see where I am. You know, I was just like, there has to be a better way to test my fitness. And that's when I came across, um, that's when I found Spartan race. So I signed up for my first Spartan race. Um, I did it early. It was like the the race was in June. It was a Chicago race, and I had signed up like December of the year of the year prior. So signed up kind of early, not knowing what to do. I knew I was going to have to run, but I thought I would just you know kind of push my way through it. I'm like, oh, I used to run in high school, you know, fifteen twenty years ago. Um, and boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, oh man, that, that it was a learning experience, you know. Um, but yeah, so I did my first Spartan race in um, in that summer. It was, it was, it, it was a challenge. There, there's no doubt about that, and it was definitely the challenge that I was looking for because I've never been in that much pain after doing something. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you that it was, oh, it was crazy. Um, it, it, the next day I could barely walk and I was like, you know, when, when things like that happen to me, I'm the type of person where I'm like, I don't like that. I just got defeated like that. Okay. So, you know, I was like, I got to do better. And especially when I realized that I was like, wait a minute, this is the shortest distance they have. It was a sprint. I'm like, this is the shortest distance they have. And I just got my butt kicked to the point where, <laughs> like, the next day I could not walk. Like, it, it was ridiculous. I, I remember um, I did it with my family and friends for that one. And um, my cousin was driving back home. And the entire way, like, my legs just kept cramping up. I couldn't even sit in the car. 
I had to stretch my leg straight out across in his in his back seat, and yeah, it, it was horrible. And but I loved it. That's that was the strangest thing. So yeah, that that's what got me into Spartan racing. You know, it, that, that Spartan Spartan laid the smackdown on you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, it, and it's like I said, it's strange. But um, yeah, I, I loved it, and you know, that was um, that was twenty eighteen. And in 2019, I will go on to do, I think I did like 20 plus races that year in 2019. So, so I went from barely being able to do one to doing, you know, 20 times that amount the following so you, year. So, so you've done 20 at, from that first race, you've done did 20 in one year. Yeah. And that was actually wow. the I started a new job in 2019, and I had to cut my season short in um in September. So I had planned on doing close to 30 races that year. Oh wow! Yeah. Yep. 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 And to be honest, I, so are they all just Spartan races, or are they the other types of stuff? No, though that was just the Spartan races. I had other races that I did. Um, so there was uh, what was the name of it? It's not around anymore. They used to have the little Viking helmet on there. Um, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, I, yeah, it's another OCR. So it was a smaller brand, but they're not around anymore. Um, so no tough mutters or anything. You know, that's the one thing I have not done, and it was always because they conflicted with a Spartan race that was going on. Uh, so, yeah. So like. Um, can't remember where I was that year. Um, but yeah, it, it was always some type of conflict with another race or another event that I had going on. But I do plan on doing one this year. Okay. Okay. Yep. yep. So uh, you mentioned that one of your dream races was, and I can't remember the name, it was a, a, a partic- uh, particular Spartan race. Can yeah, you Spartan. Explain, and Gold. You know, can you kind of explain what that is? Yeah, Spartan Nagogi, um, you know, when think of a Spartan race that lasts an entire weekend, um, but you don't know the events that's going to happen. So, yeah, so, so it's kind of crazy. Um, I've watched some of the videos and, excuse me, and normally it's in a different country. So I think the last one I watched, they were in like Japan or somewhere and they were doing all these crazy events where, um, well, you, you know, you're getting into something crazy when you look at the requirements to be able to do one. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, they're like, yeah, you need to get certified. These events. (laughs) So that kind of tells you right there that, Things are going to get a little crazy. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah. and it, you know, it's like you have to get your swimming times and make sure you can swim within you know a certain distance in a certain amount of time. You know, it, it, yeah, it's a, it's it's interesting to say the least. So okay. So um, you also said you love um, running uh, on the trail. Yes. So have you done any trail races? Surprisingly, no. oh okay, okay. Any reason why you're like it's not it's not challenging enough, you know it's it's just, it's, it's not challenging enough. It's not challenging as a Spartan. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, say that one more time. So, so you saying it's not as challenging as a Spartan? Well, I, I'm not gonna say it's not as challenging, it, but you know, it's like even though I like running on a trail, I still need something to kind of break it up, and that's what I like about the Spartan races. And OCR in general. So, you know, it's like you'll probably never catch me go out and just do like, let's say, a, a you know, a 10 mile run or something. It's like I would need to do a 10 mile run where somewhere along that route, there's like a pull up bar or something, you know, yeah, just, a tree. There are tree branches. I, uh, yeah, yeah, that too. I, I and I've done it. I, I, I've done that, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need something to just break that running up. Okay. So so you are a Spartan athlete through and through. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 my foundation right there. You know. Okay. Yep. So let's talk about training for Spartan races. All right. Before you got into Spartan, you were weightlifting and you know you know lifting weights, bodybuilding, and stuff. Uh, how does that tra- how does that translate into Spartan races? And what did you have to do to kind of change up to prepare for Spartan races? You know, um, like I said, I was looking for the challenge, and it, it was definitely a challenge. So, um, like I mentioned before, the um, you know I thought I would be okay with you know kind of pushing through the running portion of a Spartan race. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that was my first mistake <laughs> thinking that, you know, <laughs> I didn't need to get out and run as much as I needed to and, and, and make it so that, you know, in hindsight that running needs to be probably the easiest part of it. Um, which was the hardest for me, you know, cause like I said, I didn't really, you know, I, I wasn't big into the running scene just yet. Okay. So, you know, thinking about like, oh, go for a trail run, go here, look for all these different paths and stuff like that. You know, I didn't know anything about Strava, Garmin, you know, all, all this stuff that's been around for a while. You know, I had no clue about that stuff, Okay. So, um, which was all, you know, I got all that exposure from doing Spartan races, you know. So I used to look like, wait, you spent $500 on a watch? I said, why? It just tells time. No. And yeah, now I have one on my wrist. So, um, <laughs> um, but but yeah, you know, it was. I I needed a change because I was in the gym and I'm just like, okay, if um, if something happened, you know, whatever, and I needed to get from like point A to point B, and I couldn't drive, couldn't whatever, you know, some zombie apocalypse type thing <laughs> and I needed to run How, would it be easy for me to get there and I was like no it would be a struggle it would be a struggle and I thought about you know like while I was doing like a Spartan race I was like oh if some zombies was chasing me through these paths you know <laughs> how, how would how would I be how would I would I get away would I survive and I'm like no I think they would have caught me about right here you know because they just don't <laughs> so yeah Hey, maybe Joe would throw that in there. He'll have a zombie run or something. Um, but yeah, so you know, with the um, after experiencing my first Spartan race, it it completely changed my style of training. I realized that I just didn't have the endurance, but one thing I did have from being in the gym was the strength. So for me, when I got to the obstacles, the obstacles were easy. You know, like even my first race, people were like, oh, you, you go across that like you've done this before. And I'm like, no, no, this is my very first time. You know, I've never done anything with monkey bars, or, you know, that high off the ground and that distance. You know, I never did anything where there's rings or, you know, gymnastics rings, having a bucket carry, literally. Um, you know, yeah, I, I've never... I never did anything like that. So, um, but that, that stuff was easy. And that's what made me realize like, Oh, well, if this part is easy for me, all I gotta do is focus on the running, you know? So, um, that's what made my training change that year where I just got more focused on endurance training, you know? So got out of run. I tried to do the, you know, street running, but, um, you know, just something about, just getting out there and running around the neighborhood. I'm just like, no, it's not for me. So there's a local, uh, if you want to call it like a fitness spot, it's called Swallow Cliff. And it has 10 flights of stairs of varying, the stairs are, I can't remember what they're made of, some type of rock, but um, it's uneven. So like every step is going to be a different height or, you know, depth from the last one. And around there is a bunch of trails as well that people use for bikes, horseback riding, you know, running, obviously. And I went over there for the first time. And that was the first time that I ever went for a run. And I forgot that I was running. So I was like, what was different? 
And I realized that it was just about the trail. Like I was running with a partner and I had my headphones in and I didn't even realize that I lost them. <laughs> yeah. I was just much in the zone where I was just like, oh, this is fun. I'm like, running can be fun. It doesn't have to suck. And yeah. So, yeah, that's where I kind of realized that, yeah, getting, you know, like I said, doing road running isn't for me. It's more about the trail, even though I haven't done any trail racing. You know. Okay. So yep. would you ever consider doing a trail race? Mm. Definitely, definitely. Um, I had planned on doing some. That was what once Spartan kind of expanded into trail running. That was going to be the first time that I um, attempted to do just a trail run. Um, but I wasn't able to do that um, before, you know, the whole COVID thing and everything. So, um, and I just during COVID, I kind of switched training. So I haven't done a Spartan race post-COVID yet. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, let's, yeah. Well, let's kind of talk about that. You know, with with COVID and, you know, you know, 2020 seems like it was years and years ago. Yeah, because it, it was so long, too. But Yeah. And, you know, everybody that kind of worked out, that, that ran races, that was some type of athlete, they had to kind of pivot their training. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. had to go a year without racing you know mm -hmm. for most people so how did that affect you you know did you change up your direction did you kind of figure out ways to kind of improve yeah so when when COVID shut down um being a first responder and police officer full-time um I still had access to a gym I still had a full gym facility you know, I worked at I worked at a university. I work at currently work at a university. And so I still had access to a full gym. And my goal was to take advantage of that. So I'm like, oh, nobody can go out and run right now. I'm gonna try to get ahead of everybody for when things open back up. Right. You know, little did I know I'm, I'm you know, and I'm playing, I'm thinking I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be a few months before things open back up. And I wasn't thinking like, oh yeah, it's gonna be, you know, a year at minimum before that stuff gets back to normal. You know, I'm just thinking like, yeah, a few months and, you know, I'll kind of get ahead of everybody. Cause I'm like, I have, a, I have a gym with everything in there I need. Um, even outside the job, there's a little trail where I used to get off and go running um, and do some trail running back there. Because um, the campus is on like 700 acres and the majority of it is like just empty land. So I will go back there for running. And once I realized things weren't going to open back up, um, I started to focus more on strength training again. I was like, you know what? Well, while I'm in this, you know, just kind of post running, I'll say when it started to get a little colder outside, I decided I was like, oh, I'm going to try to build my strength up. And um, i trying to remember. Somebody mentioned it to me about doing a – I was posting my workouts on the Instagram and somebody mentioned, it was like, you know, you might want to consider looking into bodybuilding. I'm like, bodybuilding? I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm not trying to get up there and, you know, pose for people all oiled and greased up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, go figure, right? <laughs> uh, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to get up there like that, you know, so. But it sparked my interest and, and I looked into... Um, into what it would take to do that. Um, unfortunately, I was looking in the wrong places. So like most people, I had the wrong idea about bodybuilding. And, you know, I just see, you know, like your Arnold Schwarzeneggers, your Ronnie Coleman's, you know, Dexter mm -hmm. Jackson, stuff like that. And I'm just like, God, these guys are huge. Right. You know, I didn't know anything. You know, I like I knew there was, you know, some type of performance enhancing stuff out there. But, um, I found, you know, during my doing my research, I found a that there's a lot of natural organizations, too. So um, that's when I switched up my training. That was late in 2020. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and try one of these shows. You know, so I decided to, um, you know, I, I saw somebody who looked similar to me online that, um uh, posted about his uh, experience doing a bodybuilding competition. 
And I was like, you know what? I'll just, he won, so I'm going to make myself look like him. <laughs> and that was just my goal. You know, I was like, okay, that's what it takes to win. I want to look like the winner then. So um, that's what changed my, that was, like I said, that was late 2020 when I started that. So around like November, yeah. Yeah, around like November is when I decided to go ahead and enter a uh, bodybuilding competition. So, okay. And and you still you know do the bodybuilding and everything, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I did my first competition in um, in twenty twenty one. It was by the OCB, and yeah, first first one in was that May June? Yeah, it was like June of because they had to push it back. Normally they would have it in April, but. It was in June because of the uh, changing, you know, COVID was still big. Right. So um, changing COVID protocols and everything. So it got pushed back to later in June. And, um, yeah, that was my first show, you know, my first experience doing it. And, you know, uh, surprising to me and still surprising, you know, I took home a win. <laughs> I still can't believe it sometimes, you know. See, you never know. You never know. Yeah, you know, and that's my attitude with a lot of things. Um, that, that's what gets me to try, you know, I, I'm the type that I'll try just about anything, you know, um, cause it's just like, you never know what you'll be good at if you never attempt it. So exactly, exactly. So I, I don't like to limit myself. Like people be like, Oh, you're a bodybuilder. I'm like, no, I'm like, I gotta, I, I like to get out on my bike. I'll ride a bike. I'll swim. I'll, you know, if, if, if it's anything fitness related, you know, or requires any type of fitness, I'm just like. Yeah, let's do it, <laughs> you know. All right, so let, let's kind of swerve into the coaching aspect of things, too. So Okay, yeah. You, you, you coach cross-country, correct? Yeah, at, at, at the junior high. That was, that was interesting how that happened. Okay. okay. <laughs> and you're a USATF um, certified coach. Yeah, I got my um, level one certification um, just this past summer, which led me into coaching cross country. Okay, Let, let's, let's piece all that together because you know you're looking at Spartan, bodybuilding, yeah. and coaching. You know, cross country yeah. coach. So, how does that, all that kind of piece together? Well, you know that that goes into me saying that I, you know, just like I was saying, I don't like to just put myself in a box as far as you know just. Like, oh, he's just a bodybuilder, you know, or, or he just does Spartan races. It's like, well, no, I, I like to do a little bit of everything. And that led me to, you know, and obviously being, having to be able to do that stuff, you need to have some type of knowledge. So that leads me into, you know, just, I mean, I, I researched everything, just like how, you know, I was saying, um, you know, researching what it takes to be a good Spartan racer, you know, researching, you know, to be a bodybuilder, you know, like say I saw a guy who won, I was like, I want to look like him. So, um, yeah. And it just, you know, I was like, Oh, I need to get good at running. So this would be a good thing to learn. So I was like, you know what, USA track and field. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I had been putting it off for a while, but, um, they had a local, because none of them were local at the time, um, especially post-COVID. Um, they were still doing mainly online training. And I was like, I don't want to do this online. I'm like, I want in person. So um, once they had their first in-person one, which happened to be like 45 minutes away from my house, I was like, yep, I'm signing up. I don't care what I got to do to get there. I signed up. I was like, I'll figure it off, you know, getting off of work and all that stuff later, but I'm, I'm going to do it. So um mainly it's just with me wanting to have knowledge in all these different areas to make me better and through that people started to pick my brain for knowledge and it was uh a friend of mine she was like you know what you need to start training people <laughs> she was like everybody's always asking you questions you need to start training people so that's kind of where, you know, things and, and, and my wife, she used to say it too, like, oh, all these people asking questions, you know, you, they, they need to, um, um, you know, you, you should be getting paid for this. I'm just like, yeah, but I'm not really a coach per se or anything like that. So 
you know, I kind of fought that idea for a while until, you know, one day I was just like, somebody actually paid me for it without me even asking. I was like, okay, I guess people will pay me. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, all right. And now I, um, you know, I coach people, you know, strength training, general fitness, um, doing the cross country, you know, um, I started that one. They needed help. Like my son, he went to cross country for their conditioning camp and they had a new coach there who wasn't familiar with running. You know, they just kind of like, they like to just throw teachers in there at their level. Cause that's at junior <laughs> high. Right. So a teacher just kind of like stepped up to make sure that they can still have a team. And he was just like, yeah, the coach needs some help. And, uh, you know, I reached out to us like, Hey, if you want some help, you know, um, you can count on the Cornelius family. And we were there, you know, pretty much at every practice, helping them get through it. Um, I had my daughter, she runs cross country. So I had her come out and help and kind of run things, you know, cause it's, it, they listen a little bit better to her than they do to me, you know, cause she's in <laughs> high school. So, you know, she can get through to them a little bit better. Plus it was part of me, you know, trying to put her into like a more of a leadership position as she goes forward with her um, cross country and, and track career as well. Okay. Give her that role of, Hey, look, this is what it takes if you want to be, you know, a team captain, all this stuff. So she's getting that type of experience beforehand. So, um, which is great. Cause when I went, I spoke to one of our coaches and it was like, she's different. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I put her through some things over the summer. So, <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, that's, that's led me to coaching other people, you know, and I'm actually getting ready to start a um, um, coaching people, you know, start my own business as far as coaching people for, you know, everything, you know, I got a lot of the knowledge that I've picked up over the past few years, you know, and it's continuing because all this stuff is, you know, very, very interesting to me. So um, I'm always reading things. I'm always listening to somebody. I'm always, you know, just like people used to pick my brain. I pick other people's brains as far as how to do X, Y and Z. So, yeah, it's it's been a it's been an interesting journey these past few years. OK. All right, so this next question is going to kind of be a, a twofold question for you. So, okay. what is your proudest moment as an athlete? And in the second part of that question, what is your worst moment or biggest mistake as an athlete? Mm, proudest moment. Um, you know, it, I would have to say during that bodybuilder competition. Okay. In 2020, um, you know, just because it opened my eyes up to the world of bodybuilding and to realize that there is a lot more to it than people realize, like getting ready for one of those shows is not easy because um, like when I when I talk to people, um, you know, about bodybuilding, they're like, oh, so you just, you know, you just go in there, you lift some weights and, you know, you get on stage, you know, show off all your muscles and all this stuff. I'm like. Yeah, it, that's like 10% of it. <laughs> um, so normally what I do when people have that type of um, um, that type of vision for uh, for bodybuilding, I'll be like, okay, let me, I'm going to come over here and I usually run them through like a posing routine. And I'll be like, okay, so hold this pose. And they'll be like, and they'll stop after like five seconds. I'm like, no, you got to hold that pose for anywhere between like 20, 30 seconds sometimes. So I'll run them through like a posing routine. I'll be like, guess what? You're not done. We're, you're going to leave and then you got to come back and do this again. And then you're going to leave and come back and do it one more time, you know? And by the first time they go through, you know, like I, my first competition, it, it was recorded. My wife recorded it and I was up there posing for like 10 minutes straight. The amount of conditioning that's required to be able to do that, you know, when I got done, my body cramped up like when I did my first Spartan race. <laughs> it, was, it was that bad. And that was just after 10 minutes of posing. Well, I had to do it three times because I was in three different um, classes. But, um, yeah, it, it was 
yeah, my body cramped up like if I was like when I did my first Spartan race. So people don't realize that, yes, holding those poses is very, very, very hard. And it was it was an awakening, you know. Um, I was like, okay, yeah, I got to get this posing thing down because if I can't pose and hold these poses, um, you know, it's like you don't know when the judges are looking at you. So you don't want them to catch you when you're, you know, struggling to pose. You know, you're up there shaking, you're starting to sweat, your tan is dripping, you know, the lights, it's, it's 110 degrees on the stage and you're trying to hold your composure with hundreds of people in the in, in the in the audience just with their eyes on you <laughs> you know so yeah there, there's a lot going on there you know so but yeah that was definitely a proud moment because I never thought that I would do it and you know I mentioned my wife was recording and I remember going back and listening to the recording and when I won I could hear my kids on there they're like and I could hear them cheering for me and all that stuff and I'm just like yeah that's that's what made me proud because they saw me up there, you know, because it's like when I did the Spartan races, they were rarely seeing me. They might see me, you know, I'm coming from getting my shirt and my banana and some other things. That's about it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but this one, they got to see everything. You know, they saw me struggle, you know, leading up into into the event, you know, being nervous about going to it. Because um, I didn't think I was going to do it. I was like, no, I think I'm going to pull out. I didn't think I was going to do it, you know. But um, I'm glad I did. As like I said, that was that was a learning experience. Cause, yeah, it, it, it's a lot more that goes into it than people realize. Okay, it's, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, between yeah. the, you know, I'm I'm like my nutrition was less than you know I was eating less than my you know eight year old at the time. Oh wow! So yeah, in order to get you know to that level of conditioning and getting rid of all that fat so um you know I'm yeah my my, my youngest she, she was eating the rest of my food you know because I, I couldn't eat that much like 1500 calories is not a lot of food for a grown man <laughs> you know so I'm like you could literally hey let me get a number or whatever and that's that's 1500 calories right there and I'm sitting here like I had to spread 1500 calories over you know five six meals over the day Wow. You know, so, yeah, it, it's a struggle. It, it was definitely a struggle, you know, so, in a, but a great learning experience. You learn so much about your body, so much about your body, you know, how every little thing you put in your mouth can change your body the way you look. Like, I can eat something, and the very next day, I'll look completely different based off of what I ate the day before. Yeah, you know? yeah, I can believe that. Yep. Yeah, I can believe it. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, that that was that. Was, but I have to say that that was the proud moment because of all the work that went into it, and to actually get up there very first time and win all of my classes at that, you know, yeah. So, yep, got my pro card and with the OCB and yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, un unexpected, and you know, and I was still new to it at the time so when I won I was just like I didn't realize how big of an accomplishment it was until I started talking to some of the other people who were backstage and and it's a great group of people that's that's usually backstage you know it's not like like if you're asking questions you really don't have you know any like I'll say like stuck up people who's just like no you're my competition I'm not going to talk to you or whatever um, everybody will be back there helping everybody out you know it's a great community so um one of the guys who was back there um you know he was just like man he was like how long have you been doing this and I'm like I don't know maybe six months <laughs> and, and, and he's you know so he started to fill me in on some things and I was just like oh I was like because he told me he was like personally his journey to the stage has been 18 months you know and I'm just like oh okay he was like how did you and I was just like well I was already, and I told him, you know, I was like, I was already in decent shape from doing Spartan races. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the strength training prior to Spartan races already had developed. I had developed a lot of muscle from doing the strength training and the Spartan races just kind of really leaned me out. But even as I continued to um, train for Spartan races, I continued with my strength training at the same time. So, you know, which is something I get on a lot of my 
uh, running running people about. I'm like, you got a strength train. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I continue to do that and I really leaned out. Like if you look at some of my, you know, if you can, if you've seen some of my pictures on my Instagram, you know, 2018, 2019, you can see, you know, that year of changes um, to where it's just like, wow, he's, you know, most people thought I was like some type of bodybuilder back then. I'm just like, no, I'm like, I lift weights like twice a week, but every workout involves some type of weighted training, whether it was weighted running, you know, um, whatever it was, I always had some type of weight, weight on me while I was doing my um, endurance. So it, um, yeah, so crazy changes in my body that I didn't realize until, you know, later on in, in, into the, into the year. So. Okay. All yeah. right. So what about the second part of that question? The biggest mistake or worst, worst moment as an athlete? Worst moment. Um, <laughs> I have to go back to that first Spartan race. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That, you know, and, and it's funny because that, the, the amount of pain that I was in, most people be like, I'm never doing this again. Right. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I need to sign up for another one. <laughs> you know? So I definitely got bit by that Spartan bug. It, it was crazy. You know? That's how like, we all it, get hooked. That's how we all get hooked. You yeah, finish it, that first one and you're like, I know I can do better. Right, right, right. Especially, you know, because um, I'm competitive as it is. So when something like that kicks my butt, I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like getting beat the way I just got got beat because like I said I couldn't walk for days it, it was yeah it was horrible but I signed up for another one you know <laughs> and I and I actually got into um this was Spartan used to do a lot more events around here back prior to um COVID right. so they were always having like workout tours you know um obstacle course challenges all that types of stuff um in this area as well which you know Hopefully somebody from Spartan listened to it. Hey, bring that back to this area. <laughs> um, you know, we kind of missed that in this area. You know, we used to have a lot going on. But um, through those little um, uh, side events that they do, I ended up joining the uh, what's called the Spartan Street Team. And it, it's just like a volunteer basis team where uh, when they have events like those, you come out and you help. And they this is what allowed me to run those races. They pay you in races. <laughs> so, so that's what made it easy for me to do all those races in 2019, because once I would get done with an event, I would just kind of stick around and help out, you know, volunteer, which it didn't, it felt like I was just talking to people and it felt like I was volunteering and doing anything. And, you know, they would pay you in races. So I'd go to an event, you know, um, stay there, you know, run my race, stay there for the rest of the day, get however many hours, you know, sometimes I would, I just forget. I'd be like, yeah, I'll just stay here for the rest of the day. You know, I, I don't have anything else to do. Okay. And uh, yeah, that, that's what made it so that I could, you know, run all those races because I didn't have to pay for them. <laughs> you know, I was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if I didn't have to run, hey, if I didn't have to pay for them, hey, I hey, yeah, you know, I just gave him a little bit of my time. But like I said, it didn't feel like I was, um, you know, it, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like anything. It just felt like I was, you know, just talking to people. So um, if you ever leave a Spartan race, you would see the street team. They usually work in the uh, exit tent. And, you know, um, they're usually asking about how your race was and, uh, and all that types of stuff. So um, and it just felt like I was just talking to people. That, that was it. You know, picking people's brains is, you know, trying to personally for me, you know, I was just picking people's brains. I'd see some of the elite people leaving and, you know, I get to meet some of them, um, you know, pick their brains for for a little bit just to kind of see, you know, what they're doing as far as training. You know, just trying to get trying to get some as much knowledge as possible about the sport. So, um, yeah, so I loved it. And, you know. They like I said they paid me in races and they actually fed me too. So that's a- <laughs> come on, how can you be that? You getting paid in races and you getting food, right? <laughs> you know, like yeah, you know. So yeah, you know, and that's kind of that's kind of like how my fitness journey has been. You know, as far as getting exposure into doing doing different things. You know, like I didn't plan on you know helping to coach a 
cross country. You know, I was like, they asked if they needed help. And then, you know, I was right when that happened and I had already signed up for the uh, USA um, TF stuff. And, you know, I was like, oh, well, this is perfect because I get to put to use what I just learned, <laughs> you know. So, um, so I was able to do that and, you know, help the school out with, with, with the um, coaching across country. And, yes. Yeah, 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 it's been it's, it's an interesting journey, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, it's like who gets these opportunities? So it's just I, I didn't want to, you know, throw away any potential opportunities. So I'm just like, anytime something comes up, I just like, yeah, yep, yep, I'll, I'll yep, I'm gonna help. I'll help because I want, I just, I want to learn. You know, I'm just, I'm just trying to learn as much as possible because there's so much going on. And it, one thing exposes you to something else, exposes you yes. to something else. Yes. You meet all these new people with these different ways of life. And, you know, it's, it's just, you learn so much. Like, you know, when I did those 20 Spartan races in 2019, I mean, I, I got phone numbers and met all type of people, you know, that I would never have, I, I would have never met, you know, I would have never met because that year I traveled for Spartan races, you know, I'm, everywhere across the country i'm in jersey i'm in florida i'm in texas i'm in vegas you know i'm, I'm everywhere traveling every month and i was gone somewhere so um yeah and you get to you you learn a lot about people and that that, that was the best part about it okay all right so what is a non-athletic fact about you that most people don't know you know that could be like a hobby or something hmm. non-athletic Man, that's it's been a while. I've been doing so many, so much <laughs> athletic stuff. Um, let's see. Um, I'll I'll say you know I, I love to uh, tinker. So with the um, cars, electronics, okay. and, and things like that. So like when I was in college, I pretty much you know that's how I that's how I ate. You know, I used to. Uh, I used to work on cars, you know, little mechanic stuff, but mainly on the um, electronic side, which I still do. Um, for a while, I used to, uh, I can't remember what year it was, but um, yeah, I used to do all of that stuff right out of my garage, you know, and that was how I, that was how I ate literally. Mm-hmm. So um, for, let me see, I want to say about four or five years or so, I was a, uh, stay at home dad. So another interesting fact, <laughs> you know, okay. um, my daughter, she was born, um, my eldest, she was born at, um, 29 weeks and we didn't want to just leave her with anybody. So, right. um, at the time I wasn't working and I just made the decision. I was like, you know, I'm just stay home, you know, stay home with them. And, um, which was perfect because, you know, it allowed me to give her and then later a year later, my son, um, give them the attention that they needed, you know, w- which was perfect because um, it, it's it's hard. I'm not gonna lie. I, I see what the you know when, when mothers <laughs> talk about you know being a stay at home mom, and, and you look and you're just like, yeah, it really can't. It really is a full time job. But um, you know, I, I I wouldn't have changed that. I wouldn't change that period of time for anything. Um, you know, you get to learn a lot about your kids. You get to bond with your kids that you normally don't see fathers get to have. And, you know, um, one thing that used to kind of like, you know, irk me about it is I would be out with my kids during the day and I would always get comments about, you know, like, uh, um, oh, how did you get stuck with the kids today? And I'm just like, no, I'm not stuck with the kids. These are my kids, (laughs) you know, like, you know, and I kind of took that personally. I'm just like, no, they're they're mine. I'm not stuck with them. They're they're, they're, right. yeah these are my little you know offspring so um yeah you know so and and i and i liked it because people got to see the father with the kid all the time so when i would take my kids to some of the events you know i would be like the only father there let alone you know a a black father at that you know i would be the only father there Mm -hmm. you know oh people would look like oh that's great there's a there's a dad here you know they're not used to seeing that you know, so, yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was a great time period. I got to stay at home um, and that's where I, you know, pretty much worked on, worked on cars and that's how I paid my bills, you know, 
while being a stay-at-home dad. And cars is something that I've done for basically, I mean, even before I could drive, you know. Um, so, yeah, I like to tinker with the electronics and all that type of stuff. And, yeah, I'm, I'm a geek at heart. I'll say that. I'll just say I'm a geek. Um, you know, all that technological stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Before I let you go, what's next for you? You know, are you training for anything now? Any, any Spartan races or anything you're getting ready for? Um, you know, I haven't figured out what I'm going to do for my race calendar or just my calendar in general this year. Um, I didn't mention it, but in, back in August, I was actually in a car accident. Right. So, in, in, and I tore my, uh, in my right shoulder, I tore my labrum. There's a slap tear there. Mm. And so that kind of changed what I had planned to do towards the end of that year. Cause I was at the end of last year. I did plan on doing another uh, bodybuilding competition, but not being able to lift my arm above my head, that wasn't going to happen. So, um, so right now I'm just like, I'm not sure. It's just starting to get to the point where I've also been off of work since then, too. So, um, but it hasn't kept me out of the gym. You know, uh, I'm like, I still have one good arm, so there's things that I can do. <laughs> um, but as of right now, I did sign up for the, you know, I mentioned I haven't done one, but I have signed up for the Tough Mudder, which is in August of this year. So, that's going to be, that's the only thing that's so far written down and pinned on my calendar is that Tough Mudder in August. But outside of that, no, I'm just trying to get back to, you know, my level of normalcy um, as far as dealing with this injury, which, you know, is, I think I'm, I'd have to say I'm probably at about 80% right now. Okay. If not a little bit higher, because um, even though there's things that I still can't do, uh, or should I say can't do like I used to do um, you know like I said I'm, I'm still in the gym I'm still you know in there trying to crush it as much as possible given my limits you know I'm like I'm not going to let an injury you know hold me down you know so but yeah you, you'll catch me at least in August I know I'll be at the uh, uh, I'll be at that Tough Mudder in the uh, Chicago Tough Mudder okay all right, so you got any last words you want to share with the listeners? Um, you know, not, not much that I can think of. I, You know, hey, hey there, there's my origin story and some other things that you might not know about me. Um, you know, if anything, I would tell people, you know, don't, don't give up and don't limit yourself to, to what you think you can do because – you know, just like I say myself, if I never tried to do any of this stuff, I would never know. Right. I would never know what I was what I was capable of doing. And, and that that's so true because you you never know how far you can run, how far you can ride a bike. You know, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what you can do until you get out there and try. You you have to try it. You have to try it. So if if anything, that that would be my last word. Whatever you've been holding back or pushing to the side, just go try it. Go try it. You never know what could happen. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Maurice, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. That, hey, trust me. Eh? <laughs> I'm glad we were able, finally able to make it happen. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> if only people knew. <laughs> yeah, if only, yeah, if only they knew the backstory. <laughs> So, while let's go. If people wanted to kind of follow your story or get in contact with you, how can they do so? Oh, great. Um, they could definitely send me a message right on Instagram. Um, my current IG is going to be, it is um, Spartan Reese. Um, and that's Reese with R-E-E-C-E. So you catch me there, send me a message there. I'm also on Facebook with my name, Maurice Cornelius, if you want to send me a message there. And coming soon, I, as I mentioned, I will be starting my own coaching, offering coaching as well. So, um, yeah, you can send me a message there if you need to, need, if you're looking for a coach or a trainer, personal trainer. Awesome. 
again, hey, I appreciate you coming on the show and talk with me today. All right. I'm glad you had me, and I'm glad we're finally able to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you have a wonderful day now. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the No Gimmicks, Just Sweat podcast. We really appreciate everyone who tunes in each week. If you enjoyed today's show, please support us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to tell your friends about the No Gimmicks, Just Sweat podcast so we can continue to have awesome conversations with everyday athletes just like you. Until next time, have an amazing week.